Hello. Welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita. You guys know me as Bible Study Girl. And there with our fabulous introduction is none other than the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. Yo, it's Bible Study Brother, also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. Honeysuckle Summer out now. Get your vibes right, baby. Great way to promo yourself. You're very good at that. It's the most wonderful podcast of your day. (laughs) This is the most wonderful podcast of your day. So what are we talking about? You guys may not be on pins and needles, but I know somebody in this podcast that is on pins and needles. Today, Bible Study Brother and I, you know, we've been going through our um, blog recap episodes and this is a completely different spin and turn on what we've been doing so he's a little apprehensive because I did not discuss the topic with him beforehand um and so it probably needs a title too but maybe we'll come upon the title as we discuss it I'm not sure hadn't even thought about that part I, I got you are you how are you feeling yeah I'm, I'm just waiting just okay <laughs> just waiting <laughs> I'm gonna play, play my role real well today Okay, well, I I believe in you. I think you can do it. I told him today that I just really just wanted to have an authentic conversation. When we talk, we tend to go back and forth and our conversations can lead down so many different rabbit holes. We might not ever get back to what we were originally talking about. But a lot of things have been happening lately that make me really want to talk about our personal relationship with God and how we've arrived to the point that we are personally right now in our relationships with God. And I think the thing that has really brought it to the forefront is that I work from home now. So I spend a majority of my day listening to a lot of different podcasts, maybe catching up on current events, things that are in the news. Um, and not necessarily, I don't sit and listen to religious, like I don't sit and listen to sermons and I probably need to, I like a lot of true crime. So I spend a lot of my day (laughs) listening to (laughs) putting that kind of stuff into my system. And that really can affect your, your mentality and the way you see the world. And so that's why I said, I probably need to listen to more sermons, but anyway, on to the point of this podcast. So a lot of the true crimes that I've been listening to lately involve pastors and pastors that are able to convince their congregation to do things that maybe if someone on the street didn't ask them to do, you know, they wouldn't do it for somebody just off the street, but because their pastor is asking them, they go for it. And so really the topic I wanted to talk about today, I said it talks about our relationship with God, but if I'm really wondering what role do pastors play in the body of Christ? What role do you think they should play? I've listened to lots of things that I think are like distorted thinking. I'll give you an example of one of the things I was listening to. I was actually watching the con with mom and there was a pastor on there and he 
was able to swindle his church members out of like $40 million. Like elderly people that up all their life, they were they gave their life savings to him because he was like, hey, I can, you know, I'm your spiritual leader. You should be able to trust me when I tell you, if you give me this money, I can give you an awesome return, you know? And the thing is, this took place in a small town. So it wasn't even like he had a small congregation. Apparently these people were loaded, but he was able to swindle them out of like their life savings. You know, one lady ended up homeless, lost her home, like at 70 something years old and ends up like having to stock shelves. She's sleeping in her car, that kind of thing. So the whole point is like, what do you, what role do you think pastors should play in the body and why do you think we've gotten to where we are now with pastors being in control of every aspect of our lives? Or do you think they should be in control of every aspect of our lives? <sighs> okay. First things first, I'm Bully's grandson. That's all I'll say um, <laughs> in code to you about uh, potentially the, the, um, members of no it's i'm it's been it's been it it hasn't just been that is what i'm trying to say to you we're speaking in Uh, code but it definitely has not been okay it has been both ways okay and completely different it's been from charismatic preachers um to very conserved and stoic preachers like it runs across the gamut there is no it, it runs across the gamut in the faith there you go um so here's my thoughts my thoughts are pastors are meant to equip you to discern i'm meant to break down what god gives me and you are meant to discern that all through god's your spiritual relationship with god not my spiritual relationship with god um i saw this one post and it was like you know what's crazy is you know, no matter what you do as a person, like at your lowest, at your highest, you want somebody to pray for you. But when you pass the trip, stumble, whatever, it ain't no, ooh, let's pray for them. It's, you know, let's kick them out to church and this, that, and the third. The disconnect um, or the role I'm, I'm, I'm expressing here is that you should equip for your own discernment. If you are following me and not God, you are doing it wrong. Right. Um, And I've learned that from a a couple different places. Um, Learned that from uh, Dominion, the church that uh, Kanae and them used to attend in in Memphis or whatever with uh, the lady that's from back uh, where Mama's from or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the thing about it that spoke so true to me is I'm just like, you know, because I remember sitting there because it was so different for me because I, I just, uh, I don't know, non-denominational stuff is just slightly weird to me in a certain way sometimes. It, it can feel really like all of these other instances that we're probably talking about a little occultish in a certain way. It just feels like we if you don't follow what we're doing. Here's the thing. it To me, like the stories that I've seen lately, it's mm-hmm. not an occultish type thing. Mm-hmm. It's like the church we grew up in. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he's my pastor. We barbecue. You know, he comes over to the house every now and then to eat. You mm-hmm. know, like 
not like we only do this. You know, he's telling us to jump up and down, but like, mm-hmm. how do they get elevated to this position that wherever they say you're gonna follow blindly? Like, and it's it it just was weird to me because it wasn't it wasn't people that were cut off from anybody else you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying these people are still going to work still interacting with their families they just trust the man of god to be but, always on point and always right but that's kind of what i'm saying it's just like yeah it it's it's parts of the body and we're all a part of a partnership how we've professed religion in in the the settings of it i should say has always been like almost like the army or the navy or something and it's just like you you follow orders from who's on top is is kind of how people do it. And the thing that's different or should be different scripturally based uh, is that we are one body. There's no part of the body that's more important than the other. Just there isn't like we're all, all right. working in conjunction. And a lot of people I'm not like I said, I put blind faith in God. I don't have to put that in you. Right. And therefore, that's the problem is and and the disconnect, because people always make pastors and stuff, these figures that are supposed to be perfect. They put them closer to God than where they are. And so, of course, if it seems like normal, I, I just think whatever, that also means that secretaries treasurers and other people weren't doing what they need to do and were over trusting and not communicating what was going on because right people looking at the books like unless it's a small like if he's doing everything then you're just like if i'm out on the street and somebody like unless you are a, the smallest of businesses and you're doing everything like somebody else got to have another job in the church especially in small churches we've been when our church was tiny like right let me tell you i'm gonna tell you specifically like this man he i can't remember like what what industry he worked in outside Mm. of being a pastor of the church i don't believe he was in finance or anything he was just telling them you know going to them like at the barbecue and being like hey mary you know if you got money and savings i you know know how to flip this so it wasn't like money that they were giving to the church no but that's what i'm saying like bro that's not your job (laughs) you get what i'm saying but you know what for a lot of people it is like whatever their pastor says goes and i'm not trying to cause like dissension and saying like you need a spiritual leader you need somebody that is truly studying the word the lord definitely gives your pastor vision for his flock and the things that he needs his flock to specifically do. And I, I'm a hundred percent on board with that, but I just don't understand <clears throat> why we let them be all encompassing. Like we want them to be our financial advisor. We want them to be our counselor. We want them let, to let me, be, go ahead. Go ahead. You've been very patient. Um, boom. A bullyism. <laughs> I was told this uh, when I was in high school in a relationship that was not going to last at the time, not not for what it for what was going on. And the biggest thing that she told me, she said, 
you know, I think I said, you know, something about her being my better half or something. She was just like, essentially, you don't go into a relationship as 50% of somebody. Like, that's not your better half. You need to be 100% of a person before you do anything. Right. Because if you're 50%, then they leave. Now you're 30. Because they're taking right. even more of you because you don't know who you are. So often, you need to, we have to spiritually start understanding people's roles. It's a problem with the church member and not always the leader. Because there are some that will, you know, do all of this stuff to where it's like, instead of going to a doctor that you could have prayed for and everything else, the Lord will heal you. Yeah, like, yes, the Lord can heal you, but the Lord also places doctors and people in our lives to help us. We have this he weird does. disconnect. But can I say this? Yeah. This is what I was, because I was talking about this with Mama on our walk. And I was like, okay, so where's the balance, though? Like, where is the, because we talk about faith. Faith is the substance. I mean, is the, is the, oh, Lord. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The Bible clearly says that people were healed by the laying on of hands. Mm-hmm. So I want my pastor and any other believer, not just my pastor, but to pray for me and lay hands on me and maybe, you know, the Lord can heal that way. So go ahead. But the balance is what I said. Your discernment tells you all of these things. If you're listening to God, like if so, say, matter of fact, prime example. In your life, you were talking about a time where it's like you were really trying to move on your business and and everything else. We've talked about this blog post. Your discernment lets you know, I need to get up and go to the altar. Like it wasn't like, okay, let me go up here and just go up here with nothing spiritually leading me. And when you went up there, you didn't tell nobody nothing. You didn't ask for nothing. But exactly what you needed came to you. It was not. But how do, how and here's work. the thing. This is my thing. I think a lot of times when you're newly in Christ, and even when you've been in Christ for a long time, the easier thing is to let somebody else tell you what God said rather than trying to figure it out on your own. Do you know what I'm saying? And so. Yeah. Here's this person in my life that is a spiritual leader. It's much easier for me to just go with whatever they say than to really take the time out to talk to God myself, to have a relationship with him and know what he's saying to me personally. I think that's the easier thing. It's easier, but that's where we're lazy as church members. We're lazy. Like we want to come Sunday and you do everything for me. Oh, that's true. Like, and that's that's me. You know, that's that's the that's the biggest thing. And I, you know, I'm not the thing that I think always like disengaged me, whether or not I was interested or not. Like, I'm majority of the time, like my favorite part of service, like I got songs that'll get me like in tune with the worship experience and like inviting God in and all sorts of stuff. That's something that's still foreign to me, but. The biggest thing is, is this word sound? What can I gain from it? What can I do with it? Everything else, I try to walk out by myself. But again, that's because um, I'm just naturally, I don't like somebody leading me somewhere. A lot of times, like, 
not really. Um, I like I like to feel like I came up with whatever idea. <laughs> like, I get that. And I get that because I don't want to feel like I was led or manipulated or whatever. Which is why you know, like your manip- manipulation skills are at a million. But also, oh, I thank you. I trust you on a on a. Uh, I am the pastor on, on level. I'm you. You trust me you like know. people be trusted. Yeah, pastors. I don't know. Why. <laughs> but um, and that you shouldn't trust your pastor. You definitely should trust your pastor. What I'm saying is like I believe. Because pastors cast, I do believe pastors cast vision. Like I'm like, if you belong to that flock, I feel like this is my personal, this is my belief and my understanding. Mm -hmm. There's a vision, uh, a mission for that flock. I need to sit and listen so I can see what we're doing as this part of the body of Christ. Because there's a body of Christ universal, you know, but... But you have to grab hold to the fact that it is a body. It's not... You're not a... A lot of times people act like they're... They're... Uh, they're clothes. They act like you. they're separate. Like, I'm on the body, but, I mean, I'm just here to, you know, accessorize. I'm here to make it look good we 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 apart like i'm here i'm a part of the congregation i'm here but you're a part of the body like so many times like the responsibility and we talked about this um you know on our episode with tamika about church hurt and everything and i, and I said that then it's just like no a lot of times we're not taking advantage of understanding our personal gifts, where they can be used in the church. A lot of people just don't want to be doing service and all this other stuff. And then, therefore, they don't even let their best selves, the part of their gifts that could enhance the church. Like, it's people that could literally take a church's social media that will grow your membership and get people in there that won't do it because they think, because the only thing that the church is offering them is going in and giving you know, food or clothes or, 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 or whatever, or you got to go on this mission trip. And it's like the problem in a lot of different senses is, is multi-layered. So the first layer, like I said, is we're lazy and we want that person to do everything. Second portion of it is we do not actualize ourselves in the body and the fact that we are a part and we need to take a part and actually understand that like you should understand if something's going on with another part of the body. So like if you're a part of the body and you're in spiritual discernment, like mm, the heart is ticking a little bit different. Like, ah, we, we're not able to do this. Like why? Like I know because if I'm doing the money, we, with these goals we've set, we were supposed to hit that in February. Like right. because we're tracked and everybody has been doing what they're need they're needing to do. What's going on? Like and right. I'm okay to ask that. I ain't disrespecting you. Like you are not immovable. You are human. You right. are spiritually walking this with me. I respect you and your authority. But you need to also under like. But that's the thing that we won't do. So second part is fill out you know, figure out what part of the body is. And the last part is so often you make people infallible in, in terms of religion and everything else. And they fall, they make mistakes. They are not perfect. 
Right. They are not like as much as I can trust you with so many different things, but it does not make you perfect. You know, and like and there are times where I'd be like, nah, I don't really like that. And I tell you, like, no, I'm not cool with that. But if it's something like and and and, and that's my um my filter needing to be stronger, you know, in certain ways of like, okay, well, when it feels like it's safe, I need to check this too. I can't just lax my laurels at every moment because somebody is supposed to be something. The only thing anybody can ever control is you. So I've always been taught make plan A, make plan B, make plan C. Now, is that spiritually aware in a lot of ways sometimes? No, not really. But it's the balance of faith. The balance of faith is, that's really the third part. It's just balancing your faith. You have to understand gaining knowledge, understanding the things around you, respecting that this is a a man. A man that, like, if it's a thousand or or woman, excuse me, um, a man or woman in a congregation, um, that you might have a thousand members. How sway is it possible for me to tend to each and every one of y'all? How sway is it possible for like we got ten deacons for this thousand? That's a deacon per hundred, maybe. And even then, it's like you have to understand how these things work. Your party in it, how you can help, how we can all help the body perform better. Because right now right. we just do the blame game. And I wrote in my, my song, um, the biggest distraction is the blame game. Because then you don't right. have to do and anything. I, and I definitely don't want this to be a blame game episode. It truly is. I'm trying to figure out for myself why we have such a disconnect and what it would take to make it better. It's not a blaming it's not a blaming episode for me. I mm-hmm. just do want to be clear on that. But oh, it's no, it like, what can we do? Either. I was just saying. I don't um, I don't think you feel that way, but I do want to make sure I make that point clear. Cause like I listen to true crime all the time and I'm just like, well I wonder I wonder part of my part of my probably inability to just have blind trust in somebody has to do with issues you know in my own personal life um but i think about people that are just like joining church and that pastor is the one that spoke the word that directly spoke to their issue and like they knew for sure that god was talking to them specifically So I think in those instances, it's definitely much easier to be like, well, clearly this man must know everything. You know what I'm saying? Because like, but I'm saying that's something just, just, but I'm just saying like somebody newly in Christ, you get pulled into that. You get, I mean, you, especially if, if, if somebody is in the pulpit and they speak to an issue that I have not told anybody and I know for sure that this is directly, you know, from God. It would be hard to not trust everything that comes out of that person's mouth. But that's the thing. It's like the biggest portion of it is I trust that God allowed him to say what he needed to say to me. 
Right, but it's, when you're first in when you're first in the faith, you don't recognize. Do you know what I'm saying? No, you, you know you're correct, and that's another. Well, I ain't gonna. Well, I'll call it an issue. Is the way we teach, whether it's school, whether it's you know in church or whatever, has been basically the same for a very long time, and that's a problem. It's not a problem in the sense that. The source material should stay the same, obviously, (laughs) but there are so many different ways of trying to get something across, but everybody doesn't use them. So for a lot of Southern Baptist churches, especially when we were younger, it's fire and brimstone is how you preach. Right. Even if, you know, in accepting you, you that's kind of it not to say that you don't have to strive to be better but the first part of that is like i'm not like i'm gonna have to talk to god about all this stuff that i do now it's not gonna be i get i talk about him he's gonna be like all right well you know i don't know you unless in your heart you didn't know him or were you know you did everything to not know him um the the presentation of a lot of different things has to be more on a level of understanding personal responsibility, uh, the personal equipping, um, the how far we've gotten from the general purpose of the church is to go out and equip other people. It, it's in the right. scripture, and it's just like we get church is supposed to be a training ground. But yeah. here's the thing: we leave from church on Sunday and we leave from Bible study on Wednesday, if we even do both of those things Mm -hmm. and feel like that's it, that's enough for me. And that's not enough because that's not ever going to be enough. No, go ahead. But we've always been taught that kind of way. Cause see, the thing is religion as a commercial thing, even if it's, it's commercial in a thought, because the thing is, when we talk about, you know, he purchased my soul and he cleansed me and da 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 da. We see transaction. The transaction has been made. He gave his life for, you know, and that's it. Like, so he got the receipt. I'm good. And right. that's not like that's why I'm saying the teachings, the way we connect with people, the way we go out and do stuff, everything plays a part. We've allowed uh, denominations and everything to separate all of the different spirits of God. You got churches. We that, sure have allowed the denominations uh, to separate. I'm glad you said that because I was going to go back to something you said earlier about non-denominational why you hating. Like, I've been a member of churches in several different states. Mm-hmm. Not all Baptists. Like, I, wherever the Lord sends me is where I go. No, for real. I'm and, not, I, and I'm I'm there. I just it took a while to get there because for a long uh, time, I didn't know nothing about, I didn't know anything about Kojic, Pentecostal, all that other stuff. I would go to these churches. I thought we were all the same. Not that we was all um, like Baptist, but I just thought. Everybody did the same thing. Everybody did the same thing. Like I was like, wait, what? Right. Like, and that's one these, the separation of all these different things, whether it's speaking in tongues, whether it's doing all of these different things, everything is separate. Like you got a church. That, that's, it is that, very separate. We act as though these are not things of the Christ. And then you have Calvinists and, and all this other stuff. And it just gets, it's getting exhausting because that's the, distraction. it is exhausting <laughs> because that's it the is. distraction. 
that's the right. whole thing is it's just like oh, you gonna have that because you don't have enough understanding of yourself and you don't have enough understanding of the country like i said it's a body and we're not acting as a body like that's why people will disrespect us on on every political thing ever because it's all us all of us wanted to overturn this and that and all of us wanted to do that and all of us don't want this and all of us don't want that and it's like bro no i love people i love people i pray for people i lo- like i love us because us is is the bigger deal i'm not here to change you change your opinion i'm here to tell you what i know what i've experienced if you decide to choose that and you got questions, I can help you a little bit, but I'm always going to say to you, study to show thyself approved because you have to have an understanding for yourself so you can understand how to move in this world. And that's not what we teach. We teach it in like one sermon or, you know, when when the pastor is tired. I was going to tell you, I think that's the conclusion I came to while I was talking with mama that we have to be accountable for our own walks with Christ. Like we do, our pastor definitely can speak over us. I, my pastor, he'd be preaching to me. He'd be looking straight at me and be like, and thus saith the Lord. And I'd be like, <laughs> sure, right. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> don't be doing that. You right. I need to do better but it takes more than that honestly like it's for me to really and truly have a relationship with Christ I have to seek him outside of those times and I have to really be intentional about cultivating a relationship with him and I think that's how we've gotten here as a body unfortunately we don't take the time out um to really connect with God in that way and I know it's time consuming mm-hmm. and it requires a lot of, out of us and like you said we're lazy i'm lazy i'm right. not talking about the body in general i'm talking about sarita when is the last time i had morning meditation baby i don't know had to be before 2021 like those are the things that i need to implement into my life on a daily basis and be intentional about well i take it back like when i'm doing I have because I had to ask my my bestie like, okay, did we do that Bible study this year or was it last year? Then I came to the conclusion it had to have been earlier this year Mm. because, you know, last year I was on a uh, sabbatical. Uh, Yeah, because this was your breaking out like, yo, bro, you need to come back. But like, right. The biggest thing that and we're also fighting against the world in and of itself. Um, as we know, as Christians, or whatever, we're going to be persecuted. This, it just is. Um, that's that, just that, life. That, that's they, just life. They literally killed Jesus. So like, and those get ready, were, guys. And those were his people. I'm just saying, like, and it's not all, it's not all roses in that sense. You're going to be protected in the sense that it's like there is rewards and glory and everything else. But we allow the world to take the principles that we need to have and then just repurpose them. Um, whenever people are talking about like manifesting, I hear that people do that a lot. Like it's a huge thing. And my thing is, you know, like if you say it at the Bible or whatever, well then you're doing this. Or they try to like manipulate it and make it into witchcraft. Like I've seen all these conversations. They was walking on water and doing all these other stuff. That's witchcraft. I'm just letting you know. And it's just like, okay, sure. 
because obviously he was doing that for exchange in exchange for something. It, he was like making it this, and it wasn't in this moment for this person to have a conversation about trust and faith. And then like, cause yeah, he walked on water 12 different times. It was a parlor act. You know, it was to like, we do all of these things and we're fighting so many battles that we have to start coming together is, is, is basically what I'm saying. Because yeah. when you think about manifesting and all this other stuff, it's basically thinking like, if you are not thinking in the congregation, in the presence of God, what what is God asking me to do? What is God wanting me to do? Then you're going to be led astray. Like, there are times you have to be in continual prayer. That's what my Bible says to me. And I'm working on that. I'm trying to get there. Like, because the, the hardest part now is just praying for people, like, that I don't care for. That like upset me that that are, you know, trying me that got a problem with uh, anybody in my family, you know, like somebody might have said something um, slick to, to Kanae, slick to you, slick to mama. And I can't do like I'm working like I got to get there because I'm right. very it's protective of my people. Um, and it's just. Everything is a disconnect and a separation. We are the generation that is supposed to be building a bridge. I earnestly believe that is the call of us because there are so many things that we learned and gained. Like there are so many 30 year olds, like whenever they post them things on Instagram, the little collages of, hey, uh, put a finger down if you if you know what a Sega is and all this other stuff. All these things that we can do leave us equipped to understand that there is a bridge to connection because so often we just get old and be like, I don't understand that music, or I don't understand what they want to do this, or I don't understand. And it's like, no, we do understand. Reach that point in life, bro. I just want you to know that. I'm letting you know that you do understand. <laughs> like, it might not be all of what you feel is your cup of tea kind of thing. But, like, we watch all the new shows, or not all of them, but we watch a lot of them, and it's still like, oh, I get it. Or we look at it now. Like and watching Euphoria or something like that, it's like, man, it was I was we was crazy in terms of like where our uh, estrogen, testosterone, and everything else hormones was taking us when we was young. Like, man, it was really that serious, and it wasn't, you know. And it's like yeah. in, instead of sharing that, because it's hard for people to, we're a society of well, you got to learn for yourself. I'm going to tell you, but you're going to learn for yourself. because it, Some people have to bust their head to the white meat, though. You don't feel like saying, you were bust. Go the, ahead. The, the, the problem lies in this. There are some people that, yes, you do need an example because that's what you push to. But that's not where you have to be. Because oh, you don't there, have there to. Are you don't more, have to suffer. There are more of us who will not take the testimony of somebody else and apply it. There are more right. of us that are not doing that. And what I'm saying is we we rather just be like, oh well he gonna learn. I mean I told him and then we we I told you so folks to death. Which makes it even worse because then it's just like eh. or you don't explain it in a way that ain't fire and brimstone. Like you can That's true. I you, see I see where you're coming from. So yeah. yeah. I think this was a good conversation just about our personal relationships with God, how we can grow them, how we can improve them. 
Um, actually, I listened to an older podcast yesterday. My brother was supposed to have listened to it as well, but it made me really think about like what my responsibility is. What is this platform? What is this podcast all about? And I, it, it reconnected me to like some of the tougher conversations we would have that weren't necessarily like, let's do a blog recap. And so I just wanted to stir the pot a little bit. We've been blog recapping for a long time. So I appreciate you for being open and honest and being willing to share dialogue with me, even though you were shaking in your boots. You listen, know, I want to ask you anything too crazy. Like, listen, what I think uh, now, if it was I... personal life, if it was personal life off of the podcast, who knows <laughs> what I would have asked you? Because I was talking to my friend and she was saying, you remember that time you we went out to eat and you was like, you took me out to eat and you was like, I got something to tell you. And I was like, no, what I say, girl? Because <laughs> <laughs> ain't no telling Ain't no telling. There's no, ain't no telling with me. Telling what it is you said. Um, yeah. yeah. The thing is, what I said to her at the time was like, oh my gosh, major, you know, big deal. Now it's like, Mwah. You know, <laughs> but see, like, and I also think that's the other problem that we all have is we there are a lot more leaders than there are followers in a certain way. Um, and what I mean by that is not I'm not saying that there's a lot of people that are trying to be leaders that shouldn't be. I'm saying there are a lot of people who are in a follower position that just don't want the responsibility of being leader because they actually move people and people listen to them. Um, you being one of those people. Um, I mean, now, granted, your your control the controlling you will allow you to step into a role and be like, well, I'm not gonna let this be all crazy. But there's a part of you that's overly meek in situations where you need a little confidence. Um, and there are more people who are like that who won't step into their roles because I mean, like, you'll laugh off me saying like, "Ma'am, you be preaching and all this other stuff," or or like people really respect you, look after you. Like I'll tell you, this person wants to be like you, and like, well, their actions ain't saying. It's just like, well, because you know they need a little leadership from people me? such as yourself, uh, <laughs> or or. Whatever it is, but it's just like as a church body and as a whole, we need to start praying to understand our roles. I pray that we start uh, growing to accept the roles and how we're going to move forward as a church body, because there is so much that's coming against us right now. There's so much negativity and they can say any press is good press all they want to. Like our press is terrible. Uh, our press as a whole in terms of what they want us to be and how they propping us up it ain't great y'all like for them we don't care about people babies we still in money we are the worst scum of the, the, the world but you know the Sopranos were just misunderstood uh, or Scarface was just misunderstood or, or whatever and it's like Mm, man, I'd run a mafia. You got all these folks, it, it, you know, whether it's like mm, being an angel ain't cool. I, I, God don't be looking out for me. I'm on demon time and just look. <laughs> We're grateful that Jesus came for all of that. 
Yeah, I'm very much aware of the fact that none of us is perfect. We don't get it right all the time. Um, but really, like like I said, my my thing I think I'm stuck on is that we have to have personal relationship. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. So yeah, thanks for having this talk with me. I oh, knew you'd have something to say. Anytime, you know. I just. I always have something to say, just like you do every day over at BibleStudyGirl.com. I mean... Y'all like how he's speaking life? Some of y'all may call it witchcraft. That (laughs) man is speaking life. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Um, If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can hit us up on the socials at Instagram at underscore BibleStudyGirl. Hit us up on Twitter at BibleStudyGirl, the number two, on Facebook find us at Bible study girl and you hit us up on the email at Bible study girl 2019 at gmail.com because listen it ain't always just the preacher that preach it ain't the congregation only that preaches but we preach and until we meet again guys keep preaching